Welcome to Right Spokane Perspective with your host, Tim. And Shannon. It's opinion, fact, information, and your alert system. Stay tuned and enjoy the show. And welcome back to Right Spokane Perspective on this family-friendly Friday. It's a Firearm Friday episode because we're going to be firing away on an important topic for citizens and our rights today, and we'll do that after some inspiration. We've got Katie Ball in the studio with us today. A warm welcome for her, folks. And uh, inspiration, Shannon, what do we got? Today we're going to talk about God's protective love. One summer night, the birds near our home suddenly erupted into chaotic cawing. The squawking intensified as the songbirds sent piercing calls from the trees. We finally realized why. As the sun set, a large hawk swooped from a treetop, sending the birds scattering in a screeching frenzy, sounding the alarm as they flew from danger. In our lives, spiritual warnings can be heard throughout scripture. Cautions against false teachings, for example. We may doubt that's what we're hearing because of his love for us. However, our Heavenly Father provides the clarity of Scripture to make such spiritual dangers plain to us. Jesus taught, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. He continued, by their fruit you will recognize them. Every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. Then he warned us, by their fruit you will recognize them. The prudent see danger and take refuge, Proverbs 22.3 reminds us, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Embedded in such warnings is God's protective love revealed in his words to us. As the birds warned each other of physical danger, may we heed the Bible's warnings to fly from spiritual danger and into God's arms of refuge. Heavenly Father, your scriptures warn us with love, and we thank you. May we heed those words today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we need to heed those words and those warnings because we do need to have wisdom. There are a lot of false prophets out there, and we're going to be talking about, I think, the essence of some of them today because we keep getting told over and over that if we just give up a few more of our rights and our freedoms, we would have more safety and security. And it seems like uh, in a famous quote, we're ending up with neither freedoms or the safety and security. So we want to be able to protect ourselves, which is why it's a firearm Friday. We're going to make sure that everyone out there remembers to buy the right kind of ammo for their loved ones for Christmas, because I think that's a great gift in this holiday season. We've got Katie Ball in studio with us today. Katie Ball is the, well, she's a representative of Sharp Shooting Indoor Range here in the city of Spokane. You can look her up on Facebook and Instagram. It's That Sharp Shooting Girl, Facebook and Instagram. So welcome to the show. Thanks Thank for coming you. in. Thanks for having me. So just a, a reader's digest of who is Katie Ball, you know, the story of your life in, you know, just a couple minutes and how you ended up in the studio today. Okay. So I was born and raised in Spokane. I grew up in the church, um, but I did not grow up in a gun household. So my dad had hunting rifles, but you know, we didn't do anything self-defense wise. So I, that part of my life, um, didn't begin until I met Jeremy about 15 years ago. I went to school in Pullman. I actually am a pharmacist by trade, so I graduated from pharmacy school. And then I did not stop working in the pharmacy till we had our first child. So now I work from home and I help Jeremy out at sharpshooting. We've been married for 12 years and he has worked for the range the whole time, but we just purchased the business in July of 2021. So since then I've taken on more and more 
responsibilities with the range. Um, I also run all of our social media and do all of our marketing. So you, if you see sharpshooting online, you're actually seeing me, not Jeremy, in that capacity. Okay, so Jeremy's doing a lot of operations, and you're looking at the media side of things. Correct. So on the marketing side, let's, okay, so this is Katie Ball's story. <laughs> now we're going to move into Katie Ball's uh, present story of, okay, what do you promote? So you're, it's not just an indoor range. You guys also are a FFL dealer. We had Jeremy in not too long ago. You guys <laughs> are also a litigant in, in a lawsuit. Oh, and yeah. Uh, I actually took one of your handgun classes at sharpshooting. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what you're doing uh, as that sharpshooting girl. Okay. So my goal would be that women are such an important part of the firearms industry. That's the fastest growing part of the industry. And for me, obviously it's a personal interest because I am a female, but we're female founded as well. So my mother-in-law always placed a huge emphasis on women in the business. And so that's something that I can add that Jeremy doesn't have because he's not a woman. So my goal there is to just, I guess, not dumb it down isn't the right word, but try and encourage women, women encouraging women to understand and how to properly and safely use firearms. Well, and and firearms, it looks like a a man-centric sport or activity. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've seen a lot of men's approaches to firearms. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know if I, I mean, just having more ammo isn't always a solution. Sometimes mm-hmm. accuracy is good. And I've actually seen some female shooters that are phenomenal. And uh, men, if it makes a louder boom, it's a better gun. But that's <laughs> not, like, like, you need to be able to hold on to it. You know, you probably don't want your, your wife, your girlfriend, your mom go into the, mm-hmm. the, the gun range and find something that will dislocate her wrist or her shoulder, right? You want something that she can... Totally. And I think like women have different considerations like that. Physically, we tend to not be as strong. Um, We do focus on more of the accuracy of that. We tend to own fewer firearms, um, but shoot the ones we have more frequently. I think we also tend to not want to participate till we've taken some type of training course where I think men are more comfortable self-teaching skills like that. So, you know, promoting education, promoting carrying, because you you can't protect yourself with a gun that you're not willing to carry with you. I also focus a lot on less lethal stuff. I was long distance runner for a long time. And I think there's a lot of aspects, even for people who aren't comfortable with a firearm, that they can carry to protect themselves. And so just humanizing it, making it feel real and that gun owners are normal, young professionals. They're they're not always the tactical women that you see on TV and just kind of making that a real feeling that they can see and do what I'm doing. Well, and, and having a female out in the community of the world on her way to work, jogging, or mm-hmm. maybe taking the kids to the park, that sort of thing, that if they have a little cable, I've seen these little devices where it's like a little cable with a handle on it that extends out that, mm-hmm. you know, any kind of weapon that it would deter uh, a criminal from creating a victim, I think is important. I, obviously, I think a firearm reaches out a little bit further than a 14-inch cable or whatever those devices are. I know the tasers are effective. Mm-hmm. There's the bear spray. Um, I, is it bear spray that they're using or is it, you know, is it like dinosaur spray now? Is it <laughs> well, they certainly have bear spray, but there are all kinds of different other tactical pepper sprays that are a little bit more compact and easy to carry with you on your key ring or in your purse um, that are still really effective in deterring somebody and super effective once they get sprayed with them that we have a firearms instructor that works for us that said he'd rather get tased over pepper sprayed any day of the week. And it, <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, I would agree. Well, pepper spray can, you know, really 
cause, uh, you know, it's like pink eye, right? It sticks around for a while. Right? Yeah. Pepper spray can stick around for a little while. Whereas the Taze, you got that uncomfortable moment and then it's over. Yep, totally. Yeah. And so I think that there's just a lot of considerations for women that y- you can make a confident decision to protect yourself. And we at Sharpshooting want to do all those things. Like if you're not comfortable taking a firearm, let's work into it step by step. So you get confident with one thing and you train a little bit. Maybe it's a situational awareness class. Then you feel confident about that and you go on to take like a beginner's gun safety class. And so there's definitely a stepwise approach to easing yourself into self-protection as well. Yeah, and that protection is important. There's a, you know, again, it's a male quote, but an armed society is a polite society, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the most polite society would uh, allow women to protect themselves. And we have laws that are starting to come into play that's taking away those freedoms and ability for people to to arm themselves. And I I think that we, you know, they talk about the hunting aspect of the Second Amendment or whatever. It's not there. This is about protecting each other. Mm -hmm. And the armed society that's a polite society is one where you don't have to pull the trigger because you have the firearm. Mm -hmm. And I think statistics bear it out in the FBI statistics that firearms are used to uh, stop way more crimes than murders are committed with firearms. Totally. Yeah, they definitely are. And I think uh, the more people that carry, the more the criminal has to consider what the consequence is for attacking somebody. Yeah, I think if you have a bumper sticker that, you know, isn't you're an NRA member or that you're a, a member of a shooting club or something yeah. like that. It's less likely. I think that someone's going to road rage you. Right. I would think I would be less likely to do that to somebody I thought was armed. And yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And, and so this self-protection, you guys have these courses available that mm-hmm. are geared specifically. Well, there's courses that are just good courses, but you have ones that are specific to women now. Correct. So um, we have our women in guns class and it's actually our top selling class. We sell more of those than any other class that we sell. And it's about four hours long, um, but you get both a classroom aspect where we talk about some of the legal considerations of owning a firearm, um, go over some of the basics manipulations with them. And then you go out on the range and there's a live fire portion where you get to shoot a bunch of different calibers and different guns. So that's actually the first class I ever took from my mother-in-law while Jeremy and I were not dating at the time. So oh, very cool. <laughs> So you're familiar with the class, you know the yes. fundamentals, you probably uh, taught the class at this point, right? You know, I'm actually not a very good instructor. Um, so I you do. guys hire professional instructors Correct. for this. Correct. We have professional instructors that have a lot more firearms experience than I do. I would actually say because I didn't grow up in a firearms home and because I've had kids, it's I have just recently started actively pursuing um, some of the certifications and everything within that realm oh very cool so this is actually a very timely firearm friday episode for the men out there that see a more dangerous world that want to have their their loved ones their mother their sister uh, you know daughters have a firearm you got to buy that class at the same time and you can go Mm -hmm. to sharpshooting range and do that so that they have the confidence to use the weapon to protect themselves instead of just leaving it in the car and being a victim possibly in the future. So again, it's the sharpshooting girl on Facebook and Instagram and sharpshooting indoor range. You've got the classes. You also have like a date night still, don't you You guys do that? Yeah. So on on date nights, our biggest day of the week, we stay open an extra two hours. So we're open until 8 PM and two people can come and shoot and you get about a half price deal to come and do that. But on Tuesdays, we have ladies' night, and so women can come in and shoot for free, and we have one of our bays that is open just for women on that day. So I think that there's a lot of 
as you were kind of speaking to earlier, in a men's-based industry where women are intimidated to come and they don't want to be corrected by the the FUD that's down at the end of the range that, for lack of a better term, they're just dubious that a woman could possibly carry a firearm or shoot a firearm effectively. And so there's something to it being a girls' club and girls getting to come in and do that together. So the class, the girls and guns class is just women, um, but then you can come and shoot on ladies' night and just be there with other women too. Yeah, and that's and that's a great time to test different firearms because sharpshooting also has a bunch of different firearms to choose from. So I've and to actually, all our ladies out there, if you don't have somebody to go with, give me a call. I'll go with you. <laughs> Shannon wants. Shannon wants. I to need practice a lady to go practice with. <laughs> and and these are this is an opportunity because n- not every firearm just fits your hand perfectly. You know, mm-hmm. if your husband thinks he's going to buy you a firearm for Christmas, tell him let's give, give me a gift card because then you mm-hmm. can go try out firearms. You get one that fits your hand. Now, I've actually seen both men, uh, but mostly women, shoot handguns where because the strength in their arms, the action doesn't work properly. And so you end up with a jam because there's just not enough strength in the wrist or the arms for a certain caliber. And Mm -hmm. so the barrel length, are they going to carry it in their purse? This, uh, you know, they don't want to have to wear a trench coat everywhere they go. So, <laughs> you know, you want to make, don't, don't get them a 45 Colt, right? Mm-hmm. That's probably not that that's buying a handgun for yourself guys. So you make sure you get the right handgun. The best way to do that is to go to sharp shooting indoor range, get those lovely ladies of yours out there, testing out those firearms, find out the ones that they're most comfortable with, most accurate with, let them pick out the firearm. Because if you do it, like many other things, we'll do it wrong. Let's just take out the trash. <laughs> we'll go to sharpshooting. We'll get those those gift cards, and we'll make sure that she gets the training so she can adequately use a firearm. We're going to take a break. We're going to be right back again with Katie Ball, that sharpshooting girl on Facebook and Instagram. We'll be right back. I'm dreaming of a wise Christmas. You know, whether we have a lot of snow or not, Right Spokane Perspective wants to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas with these words that Shannon has for you. When we give each other Christmas presents in his name, let us remember that he has given us the sun and the moon and the stars and the earth with his forests and mountains and oceans and all that lives upon them. Thanks again from Right Spokane Perspective and thank you listeners who have supported us to keep us on the air by going to rightspokaneperspective.com and donating or by sending those donations to Right Spokane Perspective LLC PO Box 7620-99207. Have a Merry Christmas. And welcome back to Firearm Friday. Guys, yes, it is Christmas. Don't make the mistake and buy the wrong firearm, as we talked about going off into the break. But there's all sorts of, you know, this is a, not just a man's accessory thing. You got to make sure your ladies can accessorize, too, with your firearms. So we're going to jump into that with Katie Ball because you have been working with women in firearms for a while now. Mm-hmm. And women have different needs than men. They have a different view of, of how they're going to do things. So, you know, when it comes to picking out the firearm, carrying, mm-hmm. uh, tell us how this works. So... A lot of times women prefer a little like a subcompact gun. It's just smaller. It's easier to conceal. But one of the number one things I hear from women is like, I don't carry that because I don't know 
how to do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. So I think focusing on education with women on A, what's out there that you could carry in, but the right firearm that you feel comfortable both shooting and carrying. Um, So like I have a Sig Rose and it's got a good combination of big enough that it's okay to shoot, um, but small enough that I could easily conceal it. And I'm not a huge person. So, you know, being able to conceal a firearm that size, it's totally possible. And that's one of the things that I focus on on social media is what products are out there. You know, from concealed carry leggings to purses and holsters that fit either on your ankle or a belly band. There's so many different ways that are a lot of times designed just for a female's body, too, that make it comfortable and make it a smart solution for women to carry. Well, and and is this something, because I know guys are more likely, I think, to open carry. Mm -hmm. I would probably recommend someone with a smaller frame that could be a victim of a crazy weird criminal to not open carry maybe yeah well and you never want to be the one who's taken unaware and the gun is taken from you and used against you right so for me that's i like the element of surprise i guess you know no one ever knows if i have a gun or not but yes conceal carry is definitely the option jeremy and i choose for that respect yeah so when you're conceal carrying obviously you know men tend to be bigger Mm -hmm. um we have different clothing too Mm -hmm. like Men have pockets in their, like, shorts <laughs> that you could just throw a little three eighty or 9 millimeter mm-hmm. in your shorts pocket, and it's not too big of a deal. Somebody just thinks it's, you know, whatever, you know, an, a ball of keys like men carry sometimes, right? Yep. But with women, mm-hmm. some of those shorts, I'm like, how come you have no pockets? I'm like, Shannon, <laughs> you have no pockets? Like, I have to I have carry this and that. I don't need pockets. They, like, <laughs> they, they put the things in the clothing. It looks like a pocket, but it's not a pocket. So women have different needs. No, totally. So I consider myself like a fashionista, right? I love fashion. I love the latest style. So I am. I don't want to compromise my fashion in order to carry a gun. So I have very, actually, few clothing that are meant for, for concealed carry. And I focus on other ways to carry and conceal um, that go with the fashion that I love so definitely and we're just we have a shorter torso we have like a thinner profile than a lot of men do but we also have curves in places that it's not real convenient to shove a gun down your pants right like I don't know about you but I don't want that thing right on my hip more than I care to admit yeah Yeah. so that's what men they can just like use that front holster Mm -hmm. and for a lot of men it just goes you know the the belly already hides the belt so it just hides just the gun too right yeah well you're more likely to wear a belt in the first place I don't even remember the last time I wore a belt so yeah well and that's the other thing you can get the ones that go on the belt and so it's kind of easier for men in this Mm aspect i mean it's like buying clothes it's easier for men well and i think that the firearms industry for so many years has focused on designing things only for men um so that's when i I love watching all the female-owned companies that are coming up and the different solutions that they come up with like i actually just became an affiliate with flashbang holster which is the one that attaches like to the bottom part of your bra there oh nice i got it thinking okay this is going to be gimmicky and then i tried it a couple times and i'm like you can tell this is designed by women because this is comfortable (laughs) and it's like leopard and all the things that i love so you know just watching the innovation they're making for women is so cool so using a woman's natural curves to hide a firearm yeah is what it sounds like just happened there yeah totally. who would have thought so these are the kinds of things <laughs> that you can find at uh sharpshooting indoor range uh-huh. you guys have those some of those holsters in stock yep. so people can come and kind of see if their gun fits and mm-hmm. what, what style they need for their firearm to fit uh right in your showroom right in our showroom yes and you know what else is the amazing part out of the 17 employees we have five of them are women which is like pretty amazing for this industry so i think that's the other thing is it's awesome to be able to come in as a woman and say okay like i have this and not have this weird awkward conversation with this 
you know, young male that's standing there straight out of the army or whatever. Like, that's awkward. I want to be able to talk to a girl who understands the considerations that I have, you know, who might be a mom and goes, okay, I understand why a purse isn't the right solution for you. So, um, you know, always come down, be willing to, you can definitely talk to the dudes, but it's nice that we have women on the sales floor all the time too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, I would think it would be difficult for one of the male salesperson to say, well, I think this uh, bra holster would work better. That's kind of <laughs> awkward for a male salesman yeah. probably to approach. But I think that those are definitely features that, you know, women are concerned about carrying because like mm -hmm. we talked about during the break, there's, you know, children to consider. Mm -hmm. You just, you know, you hop in the minivan or the SUV and you throw the purse next to the seat. And sometimes your kids are out of control while you're at the drive through window, right? <laughs> and, you know, you, you want to make sure that firearm's in a secure location. And so they're probably different accessories depending on whether you're heading to the office or you're mm -hmm. around the house or you're transporting kids. I think when you're a mom, I have such little time that that's why I love focusing on this because the videos are about 30 seconds that I make. So they give you like a snapshot of a product or a skill, you know, in a very short amount of time. And so you can learn on your own basis. You don't, I mean, obviously it's best to come into the business, but a lot of times, let's say you get one day a month to go and shoot. That's probably a reasonable expe expectation for me. Then I can continue to learn and I can continue to practice in my basement using skills that you're learning online. And, and so some of those skills are, you know, controlling the firearm. Um, yeah. So I loading, mean, reloading. Correct. Yeah. So I have aspects of it that are filmed in the business. And then there's also just me in my basement, like unloading and reloading my firearm, cleaning it, things like that, that I think for a lot of women, it's, they don't have time to come in and watch somebody clean a gun for two hours and teach them how to take it apart. So just learning the really basic things like that. Uh, obviously, I would recommend an introductory firearms course so you're comfortable with it from taking it apart, knowing when it's loaded so, for and unloaded. Tips and for kind of fun things. Also, it's that sharpshooting girl on Facebook. That's where you do these 30 second videos. On Facebook and Instagram. Okay. Yep. Uh huh. Okay. And then it's Tuesdays is ladies night, right? Tuesdays, ladies night all day, 10 to six. All day. So this is a good opportunity for them to come in and test out the firearms, find out one oh, that's yep. good, and then look at the different ways that they can carry it and be a a practical tool mm -hmm. to protect you and your family mm -hmm. if you're a, maybe a single mom or an elderly lady living alone or any of those kinds of things. And uh, guys out there, buy the gift card. Make sure you get the right gun. Don't just go buy one because sometimes they're hard to return because you got the whole FFL thing, right? Yeah, it's really, you really can't return it. So I would definitely recommend the gift card and just having her come down, talk to one of the women that works for us and her perspective will be totally different even than any of the men who work for us. And as much as I love them, sometimes I'm like, what? <laughs> Let me talk to her, you know, get out of the way here. <laughs> right, right. Well, and, and, you know, men think this huge gun, you know, they want to, everybody wants to, you know, carry a 40, carry a nine millimeter. I think a 380 is pretty effective in protecting yourself. There's calibers and different things that uh, probably going to work for different people. And so it's all personalized when you look at your needs, your lifestyle and, and, you know, what you're going to need to really arm yourself effectively and, and do that self-protection. Totally. And I just had somebody tell me, yeah, I, can't, I can't rack the slide on my gun. It takes too much strength. Well, those are the kind of things that somebody that's a specialist in the industry can go through. We have 150 guns in rental. We'll be able to find one that the slide is light enough that you can do that, that your hands are big enough that they fit around the grip. There's so many things like that, that when you have so many guns in rental that you, you can actually look at and hold and make sure that you're comfortable with. Yeah. And, there, and that's an interesting thing too. There's 
the slides that are are stiffer. Sometimes there's different accessories for triggers to be mm-hmm. lighter, so they're not so hard to pull. Yeah, I know that revolvers are a little bit more. I I personally like a revolver. I think it's like the safest firearm, mm-hmm. but it's not the most practical for concealed carry because yep. it doesn't have that slim mm-hmm. profile. But it, you've got different handles, so you can have a, a gun that doesn't fit in your hand. You like everything about it, but you just change the pistol grip, and it's a totally different firearm in your hand. Yep. And those are all things that we can help people with right in the shop. We have a gunsmith that's there that does the work on it, can install a sight. Let's say your eyesight's not great. You know, once once you get that part figured out, you get some glasses, then you come down and you get a red dot. And that helps simplify, especially in a crisis when you're under pressure, the efficacy of the firearm. Yeah, so I like the laser sight. I also like the red dot, the, the top sights. Mm-hmm. The holographic sights? Yes, uh-huh. the holographic sights. And I just think it makes the firearm more usable, but you have to sight all that stuff in. You got to get it done right. So mm-hmm. it's a usable firearm. It's accurate. And there's also different ammo and calibers and things to consider mm-hmm. that, you know, you don't just go to the store and, yeah, that fits the firearm. I'll buy it because sometimes mm-hmm. there's different things for home protection that you're going to want of different caliber, totally. uh, not maybe in the same caliber, but a different kind of a load, right? Yeah, well, so for instance, my carry gun I said was the Sigros, and it's quite a bit smaller than the gun that I shoot on the range all the time. So my um, Smith & Wesson M&P 9, it's a lot better to shoot. It has zero recoil, it holds more rounds, but there's no way I can carry that thing on me. It's printing no matter where I put it, no matter what kind of holster I use. So, but for shooting on the range, it definitely helps me to slow down to use that. It's more fun to shoot. So I think like that, that would be the one I'm going to pull out for self-defense in my house. But if I'm in my car, I'm going to carry the smaller one um, that also is nine millimeter. It's just definitely not as fun to shoot something that's more compact because the recoil is higher. Oh, okay. Obviously. Well, because if you shoot too many rounds and you don't have that adrenaline going, then (laughs) it's a different experience on the other end of the firearm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and you always want to make sure you're on that end of the firearm. And that's why it's important to conceal carry and to have that protection. So again, I I don't know how to explain this any better to the guys because I know that when my wife needed a firearm, I knew that I couldn't just say, you know, let's go get a forty-four. <laughs> you know? know, Jeremy didn't teach me to shoot. No? Yeah, he he looked at me and he went, no, it'll go better if somebody else teaches you to shoot. And so one of the other guys actually helped me, and I was so jumpy. I'd never run around guns before. So every time one would go off down the range, I'd jump. And I was, I was kind of a nervous wreck when I first started. But it's interesting how another person your wife just takes it a little better for because it's not like a criticism then it's like oh this is a teacher versus sometimes with jeremy i'm like you don't know what you're talking about i can do that right yeah. <laughs> i think i think shannon had a similar experience to getting almost exactly that way i was <laughs> i wish i would have had somebody else to show me but you know he did a good job i survived well and she so did he. have the jumpiness though like at first i mean that was that was something you have to get over okay well, he had a revolver thing. they're loud they're really loud they're really yeah. loud <laughs> well it was a 357 magnum so you know <laughs> but you know i i think there's you know 22 is effective you know the, the native mm-hmm. americans it's still legal for them to hunt deer with a 22 that's amazing it is amazing yeah, you can take down a, a large animal like that with a 22 caliber well and i think that the thing is is if that's what you're actually willing to sh- to use to practice with and to shoot is way more effective than no gun <laughs> it's always better to start out smaller mm-hmm. and work your way up than yeah. to scare yourself and and not be effective and be scared to to use the tool totally and that's i carry in mine is a 40 more effective yeah sure 
but I am going to be less likely to practice with that because it is, it's loud and it recoils. Um, so for me, nine millimeters, kind of the sweet spot where I feel really comfortable with. And, and that's probably a really common caliber. So the ammo is relatively inexpensive. So mm-hmm. practicing with it, that's the other thing. If you get some weird rare gun then the ammo is going to be too expensive to really mm-hmm. practice. And there's the problem with like hand-me-downs. Cause I hear that too. Oh, well, this was my dad's. And that's awesome. And well, you that fits your dad's that. hands, right? Yeah, but for you, that's not a great choice. So I think just evaluating all the time, like, is this the best choice? And we take guns on consignment. Like I said, if it's sentimental, that's great. Keep it. But find one that actually works for you. You wouldn't use your dad's running shoes if you were going to go run a marathon. So <laughs> got to have something that fits. Yeah. And, well, and, and also it's got to be fashionable, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to fit your daily life. And, and uh, I, I know that women have different needs than men. And I think sometimes they accessorize more wisely than we do. <laughs> Well, I definitely would. <laughs> and so the way to do that is, again, look up That Sharpshooting Girl on Facebook, Instagram. Also, go to Sharpshooting Indoor Range. Check out the things they have. And, guys, again, if you think the lady needs a firearm or another one, because the last one you bought her, she doesn't carry because it's <laughs> not the wrong one, go to Sharpshooting Indoor Range. Get them on a Tuesday evening. What time does that start? So, ladies' night runs all day, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Oh, Okay. 10 a.m. to 6 6 p.m.? Wow. Okay, so all day Tuesday. Mm -hmm. So ladies' uh, day, actually. It's not just a night. It's a ladies' day. They can go practice, choose from all the different firearms that are in the case for for rental and get one that fits their hands. And and apparently, Katie says, the best thing to do is have someone else in the range with them. And Mm -hmm. uh, there's a women's course that they have at Sharpshooting Indoor Range just for women. Get trained, get comfortable, and uh, then don't talk back when she says take out the garbage. All that being said, (laughs) we're out of time today. Again, it's been a Firearm Friday. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back with you again on Monday. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Right Spokane Perspective. We are sponsored by Right Spokane Perspective, LLC, and made possible by advertisers you hear and contributions from listeners like you.